The fourth one's just bong. Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It's lunchtime in Rome. Tonight's episode 192 is entitled Childhood Essentials Part 4. As a child, did you get what it takes to fully function as an adult? This week at the table, we will conclude our series going over the assets any child needs to be set up to succeed as an adult. Pull up a seat at the table and join us. First-time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or watch us live or later at youtube.com slash at lunchtime in Rome. Visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and it would be great if you gave us a five-star review. Hey, Jay, what specifically is this podcast about? Being alone is the worst. Good times aren't as good, and bad times are worse when you're all alone. Romans 12.15 says to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from being alone and what this podcast is really all about. We demonstrate that in the first 15 minutes or so of the podcast, and we talk about it for the rest. So while it may not be 1215 in Rome, we're treating it like it is lunchtime Lunchtime in Rome. Rome. Man, we got some voices in here tonight. Yeah, thanks, Brian, for that intro. Yeah, that was sweet. <laughs> hey, it's clear. you're really welcome. All the way from New York. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. it's Joining the clearest Brian has ever been. That was his best read. <laughs> oh, it's true. I mean, thank it's you, but that's true. also rude to Brian. So. It's funny because it's true, or is it accurate and then hurtful? <laughs> I didn't say it wasn't hurtful. And Chris is here in the form of Lydia. Yeah. Hola. <laughs> Any Spanish bilingual? Hey, <laughs> she brings the uh, Latina flavor. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Multicultural. I mean, if you, I mean, if you, <laughs> be farther from. <laughs> I'm the white. Red hair, person. red hair, fair skin, very yes. Latinx. Yeah, if you spend a lot of time in Mexico, that would be malo, as they say. In yes, indeed, indeed. yes. <laughs> You're like quite, as they say in Espanol. So, Lydia, how are things? Okay, there, there are the weather today was great. It was a great picnic. Beautiful, um, but. For those at the table who don't know, I am 14 weeks pregnant, and yeah. this pregnancy has been kicking my butt. Um, in the stomach. Yes. <laughs> From the um, inside out. Um, yeah. But on some medication that's helping with the nausea, so better than, than And not it is helping, on. which is huge. Yes. And none of the negative side effects that everybody <laughs> says they have. <laughs> well, some have. Well, not to show everybody, up, but true. Oh, some of them have showed yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, oh, headaches sorry. and such. But uh, I'll uh, take that and, like. Being able to eat and like feel like a How did it person. go taking less more often? Than... I'm not allowed to do that. Ah. I'm only allowed to take it every so many hours, but it wears off before then. Oh. But so you just have to uh. you have a countdown yeah. clock to help like when can I get my next hit? Like a junkie, yeah. but in the <laughs> kind best of, way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfortunate. I'm sorry. But today was a better day. So thankful cool for that. <laughs> All right. Nothing else? Um, that's about it. All right. All right. Well, hold on. Tell me this. Because early on it was Beef, cheddar cheese, <laughs> like that's yeah. All you so I had on. a weird like it wasn't craving, but it was like one of the only things I could eat. It was um, a sub, like a sub with meat and cheese on it. And now it's less. Although I did eat a burger the other day for the first time in like two months, and it was really good. Because then you switched to chicken. Couldn't do beef yes. anymore. And it, chicken's been iffy all the way through. So I don't know. I had it's crazy an omelet tonight with bacon in it, which was really great. And All right, I so you're not highly specific anymore. It's just either I feel good or I don't. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever you crazy. feel like eating, you'll eat. It is yeah. crazy how the cravings go all over the place. I've never had, I've had with both Owen and this pregnancy, like I've had more aversions than like actual mm. cravings. Mm-hmm. It's more of like, oh, that doesn't sound good or oh, I can't think about eating yeah. that. Amy always wanted picnic food, like mm. macaroni salad, hamburgers, hot dogs, potato salad, like all that mm. stuff. Yeah. That's I is had a it? craving for watermelon. I don't know. Oh. Wa- wa- I don't know. Watermelon just seemed like the thing to, I don't know why. <laughs> but is it, I think it is, it was inter- interesting to me that your aversion to everything else but beef, and then it was, nope, can't do beef. Like, I didn't think they necessarily changed throughout a pregnancy. Is that right. something? I didn't have, uh, watermelon was the only thing I really distinctly, watermelons and salads, and I'm not trying to be like, I, I ate really healthy. Right. Like, but it just, for some reason, I was that, so naughty. I, I mean, <laughs> seriously, I would sometimes put croutons in my salad. No, it, I, I didn't have anything really strong one way or the other, so I don't know if they changed. Yeah, because the aversions changed with each pregnancy with Rachel. Yeah. And the only – the first craving was hamburger helper, 
And that's actually how we knew she was pregnant because she was like, <laughs> I can't really go for the hamburger helper. And I was like, you are pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody takes tests anymore. We just figure yeah. out the hamburger helper. <laughs> that actually sounds pretty good though. But then it was quarter pounders. And that's back when McDonald's by our house was open 24 hours and it would be two in the morning. I'm going to go get a quarter pounder. Yeah. See, I, I was looking forward to that because I was like, oh, I'm going to send Duke out for chocolate yeah. cake at three in the morning yeah. and never got to do An that. excuse so. to do it. I'm sorry. You can still do it though. You got a couple you weeks can still, you can 14 still. weeks. You got some time. <laughs> Just a few. I won't tell you how many because, you know, sometimes we don't want to know. <laughs> right. Um, so Amy and I, I'm going to kind of bookend mine. So um, a couple weeks ago, uh, two weeks ago, we went to Schrodi's restaurant on Salzburg. It's a little Italian place. Isn't that the name? What was the name of the bar on Leechburg that closed? I don't know. I think it was Schrodi's. But evidently this the chef there is like off the boat Italian. It was very good. At homemade pasta. Amy had ravioli. It's like in a house. It's in a house. It's kind of a weird setup. So, like uh, tables and chairs don't match, and the dishes are all kind of you know no, like really plastic on the uh, couch. Well, no, the, uh, not quite room. that. But no, the tables yeah. and chairs all match, and um, there's no booths though, which I like a booth. Mm. Um, but table's fine, and uh, bar area bar area was really cool. Um, but the food was great. Service was awesome. Our waitress was Crowded? great. Uh, no, because we went early. Uh, we went at like four o'clock. Got the early bird special. <laughs> <laughs> we went at like four o'clock, which was awesome because we were having an early night in. And then we watched um, Top Gear Maverick, which was awesome. Top Gun Maverick. Sorry, yeah, Top Gun. I was going to say that yeah, is a weird mishmash of yeah, auto cars, right? And auto, cars yeah, and yeah. fly. It's very twenty twenty. They should make a movie out of that. <laughs> um, and that was fun. And was that the first time you saw it? Yeah. Ah, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I loved it. I haven't seen it. It's everything you want. It, it. It's everything it's you awesome. want it to be in a sequel to Top Gun. Like, yeah, that's it's exactly awesome. what Duke said. Yeah, I'm very um, happy to hear that a sequel lived up to the hype yeah. because so many often, so often sequels are like, eh. yeah, and Especially it's and, so it, and it's right. been hyped up for a while, and I was like, man, I really hope this is, and it's it's great. Worst sequel ever. Mm. Little Mermaid three. <laughs> Wow, she had that locked and loaded. <laughs> Worst sequel ever. Worst for me, and again, this is almost as random, perhaps more. Analyze that. Oh, that is bad. Never it was it. bad. Analyze this was one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. And analyze that. I don't think I made it ten minutes. I was just oh, like, that's, yeah. I can't think of one. Like the pressure is on. I can't think. Of I mean, one. you can obviously go to Godfather Three. Sure, oh, I've never seen it. Yeah, because I didn't want it to. Like, I didn't want it to ruin this anything point. for me. Yeah. There's what a, a oh go ahead no there's a movie coming out with um, Tony Collette called Mafia Mama and they the, <laughs> her her grandfather her grandfather dies she has no relationship with him and the, and she's like they want me to go to Italy tomorrow to settle his affairs so she gets on a plane and she's like I have arrived in Italy and apparently it's a mob family she does not know this and so there's this oh, whole preamble sweet. and and someone says to her something about the godfather and she's like i've never seen it and they all like draw their guns on her and she's like i'm sorry she's like it's just hard to find three and a half hours <laughs> it is a long one i yeah. hope that's good that sounds fun it, it i like tony collette i think she's she's talented but it looks humorous there's some crazy story with the director or maybe the writer of the godfather where like he had no education and like he like wrote and directed the movie and then like he's now studied in like filmmaking classes as like a savant. Yeah, like wow. Because if you watch like the first fifteen minutes of that movie is one shot, mm. it's amazing. Um, I can't think of a, like a the, what about Flashdance two? Was there I've never one? seen it. See, that's I think it is. Or yeah, Flashdance two. I know I have something because my guy Denton, uh, who's a big you know pop movie culture guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. I, actually, I look it up. Um. He asked me about it and if I'd ever seen it because, well, I'll explain it in a minute. But you guys I might talking. say Batman 3. What about Back to the Future 2? I liked it. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. it. I mean, it wasn't... I would say, like, my parents really didn't like it. They liked 3 more than 2. Karate Kids? The extra Karate Kids? Oh, they were kids? all good. No- well, two- whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like the real Karate Kids? The only movie yeah. that I've seen Not that you guys the, are talking about yeah. is the Back to the Future I haven't the seen any of the other movies. Two and three were solid. Yeah, four, it, whatever that was. Was like thirteen was like, a little yeah. much. Isn't he Ralph too Macho old was eighty six? Sorry, Footloose. Oh yeah, Footloose okay, two. there we go. There was a Footloose too. Didn't know that either, but definitely did not know there was a Flashdance too, which there is not. He said the remake was made from the perspective of a filmmaker who loved the first movie, but now sees it through the eyes of a parent. Huh. The remake is worth watching. They used a lot of the original dialogue and original songs. Hmm. Interesting. Well, um, there you go. Dirty Dancing 2. 
Yeah. Never saw it. Latino Nights. Your people. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Hot coffee. <laughs> I remember um, like two percent of what I learned in Spanish class. So yeah, that oh. was something fun. The Nobody di- likes a bragger. Yeah. <laughs> Dinner and movie night was was awesome with Amy. That was yeah. fun, and I'm looking forward to Young Adult Night at church this week on mm-hmm. Friday, which so fun. It's a nice mix of people that we know will be there, let alone the surprises. Yeah, L- let alone the awkward. You're not a young adult. <laughs> show up, right? Who's the bouncer? Oh. Oh, good point. Not me, not it. Heavy. Well, it's Duke. <laughs> that is Duke. <laughs> or Evan. Owen. I'll let Owen be. Oh, <laughs> you're too old. Yeah. <laughs> you go away. Yeah, is he, you know, <laughs> bye bye. What are you doing? Is he going to be there and then you're putting him uh, to bed? Or? We're going to get somebody to watch him. Nice. Unsure. Problem is, you need a young adult. Except <sighs> you have family. Conundrum. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. Man, that's awesome. I'm glad you finally got some time away. Yeah. Together. Not yeah. away. Just together. Right. Been a little thin. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, we had a date night on Saturday as well. Uh, we went to Four Seasons Brewing in Latrobe. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun little place. Latrobe? Latrobe. Sure. <laughs> L-A-T-R-O-B-E. Say it however you want. Uh, live music. Latrobe. Fun beer. Sat at the bar. Very yeah. casual. Yeah. Very, very um, cool atmosphere, but absolutely nothing soft to dampen any of the noise. So like oh. loud atmosphere, loud music. And it was it was cool music. It wasn't like a... Like heavy metal or anything, but it was just loud. So we yeah. were tr- and we were sitting at a bar facing each other, like couldn't really have too much that of was conversation. Like, that's like Schrodinger's, like all, all, all hard services, and there wasn't loud music. And it wasn't they had crowded. music on, but right, and there was like another, like eventually somebody else came into the same area we were, so we, like we kind of had to, you know, bring it down here because like if you talk normal, it's like you're they're right there you're shouting. Yeah. yeah, it yeah, even though they're across the room. Yeah, but that was fun. We had a full day. We had soccer. Saturday soccer Sunday, which was very fun. Soccer was a much longer day than we expected because, but it was a good thing because Abby's team made it into the quarterfinals of the the playoff bracket. So we had to wait for the games to be done and then the reseeding. So there was a really long intermission between games that was like tough to fill. We were in Belvernon, so it's like not exactly mm-hmm. the mecca of things to do. Right. And in that weird like probably enough time to go home, but why would you go home? So Vernon's far. Yeah. I mean, like 30 minutes from us. Yeah, 30, she's out that way. Wait. 35-ish. No, I'm thinking of a different... I'm a different think, Vernon. Or a different Bell. Could Belfont. be. Belfont's Belfont, far. That's far. That's oh, yeah, that's college. like Altoona. It's kind of yeah. bugging me that I can't think of... Bell Vernon. Uh, Mount had, Vernon, that's in... <laughs> no, I know. Okay, I know Bell, I know Bell Vernon. I'm thinking of somewhere else. Like off of 70. They had yeah. one of the original Gabes. Yes, they did. Yes, yes, they did. I'm thinking of New Brighton, which doesn't even make any sense. That is nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of Charleston. No. Nope. <laughs> Somewhere in That's Utah. That's a different Bell Vernon. Uh, but yeah, like to the point where like it was one of the original games, like we used to go there. Yeah. Somebody from here. Somebody at lunch mentioned that, that because um, we were joking about like, what is there to do? And I said, I did see that there's a big lots of Gabe's. And she's like, this is actually a really good Gabe's, which then got us down the rabbit hole of like, which Gabe's is the best. And mm. we started kind of. We well, were, how are they different? Well, some just have better stuff. Right. Some that one in Belvern and I'm not only was a hot mess. I walked in and I was like, I can't even I don't I have two I can't sort I can't even forget it. Right. See, I think all gate well, see, I only, Most I only of based them are, it on mo- the Monroeville one. Like they became TJ Maxx light. Like back in the day, Gabe's, you could get like a really nice polo shirt, but like the the horse and the polo down. player would be upside down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, there was another one; it had no back. Like there was a square cut out of the back. It was like three bucks. Well, if you're wearing it's a like jacket, the silence it's of the land. Awesome. <laughs> I got yeah. to it. Like, yeah. it or you'd get like a, a really nice champion reverse weave heavy sweatshirt. It would be like washing. <laughs> yes, like they don't have that anymore. No, they don't have too, but they have random, like they'll have a whole section of like Los Angeles Lakers merchandise. Right. Fluorescent yellow shirts. Or like, or you look and it's like 2018 NCAA champs. I'm like, it's 20, it's five years ago. Why are we buying this now? But, um, but that was Guatemala sent them back. They're actually the team that lost. Did did you bring them back, Lydia, from, oh, yes. (laughs) From your travels, (laughs) from your missionary trips. The, uh, Burlington, same thing happened to Burlington Co. Factory. Burlington Co. Factory used to be awesome. And now it's like Marshall's. Except, well, like, remember you, old Burlington? Yeah. You could get anything. Yeah. Like suits? Oh, like, I got they were, my, the one suit I wear is 55 bucks, Dockers. Yeah. It was amazing. Who knew? I know. Yeah, huh? now it's, it's, um, they were way more than But you, you, you snarled at Marshall's. Now, are you pro no, Marshall or uh, anti Marshall? No, she snarled at Burlington. 
No, I'm a, How dare you, Bismarck? Because you said it's like <laughs> it's become TJ Maxx light, and I snarled because I was like, because I'm a huge T- – I know the best TJ Maxx to go to, the best Marshalls. Like, which I, I find them – like, when I was on the road a lot more with my job, I would be in and out of – that was part of my thing. And I joked that when we had kids, I was like, I sh- we should have <laughs> we should have kids named them TJ and Max and Marshall. <laughs> Marshall? <laughs> but then – but, but on, yeah, it right? It all works. Burlington? Not – nope. <laughs> New Brighton, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> but I – yeah, not a – not a yeah it's because i'm not a marshall's guy at all like i heard oh. some guy say like marshall's is great if you want to get an outfit and you get the shirt in one area and then you have to hunt and find the pants in a different area because like nothing makes sense and i've looked out just... in shoes at marshall's mm. yeah nice purse. yeah, yeah purse. accessories yeah do That's you remember Fi- do you remember filene's basement oh yeah so okay the thing that was crazy about filene's is everything was in order so the thing about Marshalls and TJ Maxx you, and Gabe's even, but TJ Maxx and Marshalls are a little more organized. But you you have to kind of pick through, right? It's like all the shirts are on this rack. You have to pick through. When you go into Filene's, it was like there's a section of red long sleeve shirts. There's a section of yellow long sleeve mm. shirts. And they might be all different. Yeah, sure. But they're all yellow long sleeves. So you, you if you're looking for something specific, correct? It was a little bit easier. There was to a do. color store at the mall like that, like oh. like the jewelry one. No, oh, that no. Um, Charm and Charlie's. Yeah, yeah. They went, they went out of business. Oh, Gonzo. oh they're in the mall. No, they're not. No, no. they weren't in Monroeville Mall, oh. but they, they were out in. Yeah, that's they, that's they, where I like. Would yeah, I didn't shop. even like. I just liked going in there because it was just very satisfying because mm-hmm. everything was like separated mm-hmm. into its own color. You got to keep ple- them separate. Pleasing to mm-hmm. the hey, very pleasing to the eye. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I'll tell you what's not pleasing to the eye, and I probably mentioned him. Oh, boy, on the podcast before, yes, our across the street neighbor, um, and that's not the, that's not the least of his problems. Which one? Well, not so it's the <laughs> leaf blower guy. The, yeah, okay. yes, leaf blower and the rain guy. Well, his new th- and again, I understand mental illness and whatever else. Okay, fine. Why do you do that? I don't know. And the other day, I was mowing the leaves in my front lawn, and he said, "You're going to clean those up, aren't you?" Because they were in the in the uh, road, and I was like, "Yeah," which I wasn't, but I did. And that's the only communication we have ever since, you know, he hit a woman six years ago and the police told me not to talk to him anymore because anyhow, because they borrowed our ladder to break down his door. And anyhow, he it was a swap the ladder situation. to be his wife. Yeah, anyway. We, it's not married. <laughs> Point of the story is his latest thing for the last year is he's got these four really cute dogs. The oh, little dogs. teeny four. tiny. Yep. Little teeny tiny. I don't know what's, but they're still dogs. Rat they're not dogs. like, no, they're not like rats. They're oh. like dogs. They're like I you sure know. they're not guinea pigs? <laughs> no, they're bigger than a guinea pig, smaller than a rabbit. Um, but wow. he I'm lets skeptical. them out without a leash. Nope. And they play and they whatever. And then he will, at least three times a day, scream at the top of his lungs <laughs> at them. Oh, no. And he yells at them and he tell, talks to them like they're people. You know, why'd you go around the back? I told you not to go around the back. Come back here. Like the dog's going to say, like, well, as a matter of fact, I went around <laughs> yeah. back because the view was better and I saw a garbage can. And and it's there's such rage in his voice. And like the other day I'm in the living room just looking out the window at him and I was like, how does he do it? Like he's angrier now. Yeah. I mean, I had a bad meeting a couple of weeks ago and I got angry. But like other than that, it's been 10 years since I've been as angry as he is three times a day. At dogs. At dogs that he could very well put on a leash. Yeah. And like scoop up if they're as small as you say they are, like walk outside and like whoop, whoop, scoop them up. He's got four vehicles, which Rachel does point out how he ever gets more than one of them in his house at a point in time is kind of a trick. And we don't understand how he does it, but because we never see anybody else, but all of a sudden there'll be the car and the truck or the other truck or the motorcycle. And it's like, how did you? The dogs are doing it. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just, it just is, it's fascinating. It's like, it's, I don't even hear it anymore. Like, you know, I'll be like, oh, he's yelling, whatever. Like I don't. Does he call them by name? Because oh, yeah. what are they? Wheezy, um, Marshall. Wait, no, because they're all Wheezy. <laughs> they all have something to do with marijuana. Because there's Wheezy, oh, Margaret. My gosh, um, Mary Jane. Mary Jane, Jane. But I don't know what the fourth one is. I like Wheezy because I think of Jeffersons. Yeah, <laughs> the fourth one's just bong. <laughs> Get <over>. Gunge. <laughs> Get over it, grass. But yeah, so I, I just wonder, like, what is that, like? You know what I mean? Like I, I, I don't know. Does anger make him feel powerful? I Does hope. anger make him feel? <laughs> well, he's just hurt. he's just a hurt guy. 
didn't like have all, all the these developmental like who, assets. Who's comforting you? Like, look at you, segue. <laughs> Fast forwarding to my children's uh, future as, an, as adults. Don't ever yell at dogs. But who's comforting him? Nobody, because no. he doesn't let who you gets, in. Right. Well, who hugs a porcupine? I mean, geez, OP. Yeah, that's the other. He hasn't done that in a while, though, is he'll be out, like, outside of his house, <laughs> screaming at the phone at, like, a woman who's cheated on him. Mm. And he'll be, like, screaming at her. And I'm like... You know, we can all hear this, right? right. He wants you to. I suppose. Maybe. But then he's the person who does the whole, oh, I can't believe how bad things are. Or, what, what's going on? I don't want to talk about it. Oh, he'll be like, F you, I'm fine. Yeah. But I have. There's been times ever since the police told me not to talk to him that I wanted to just go over and be like, dude, what's wrong? Right. Like, like what right. happened to you? Right. And how many times did mm-hmm. it happen to you? But Rachel encourages me not to do that. So, And I'm not going to do that. Mm. So what, I don't do that. What would that look like? But it really, as a guy who likes to understand emotional needs and everything else, like only getting to see the behavior and not know the story behind right. it. It's got to be aggravating. Or that yeah. he leaves the house at like one in the morning. Like I, there's just so many questions. Well, and the the story you're making up in your mind is probably not even remotely close to what it is. And so that's even more like. Today he was wearing a uniform of sorts. Some sort of security kind of uniform. Did it say secure? No, he didn't get it at Gabe's. <laughs> 25 years ago. <laughs> but on the other, on the good news side of things, um, uh, we got to see Fred today. Who is Fred, you would say, right? I was like, I yeah. a, oh, I you was, know I who Fred is. Okay. <laughs> who is Fred, you say? Fred is one I'm of the two. Jay to tell you. Fred is one of the two groundhogs <laughs> that live underneath oh, our oh. shed. Fred and Ginger. <laughs> And he Aww. came out from his hibernation, and he was big did and fat. Did you know it was Fred because he wasn't wearing high heels? Um, <laughs> or did he have a little top hat? He was standing on his toes, so <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> it was obvious. But, uh, yeah, so we got to see Fred. So that must mean, you know, forget Phil. Yeah. You know. Yeah, what yeah. does Yeah, what does Fred predict? We're in the clear. He's like, I'm done sleeping. It's time to have babies. That's what he says. Ginger better get And they do every year. Ginger better get ready. He has that Yinzer accent, too. Yeah. You know he does. <laughs> there he is. Aw. Yeah. My mother-in-law had a pet groundhog for quite some time. Oh, hello. Don't tell Duke. Yeah. Well, I know, yeah. <laughs> He'll come exterminate groundhogs. Oh, we like the groundhogs. Send him to the, send him the big farm in the sky. Grandparent, yeah. Duke's grandparents live out in the country, and they have like a standing execution order on groundhogs because they well, cause yeah. problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah if you're do. growing a bunch of stuff, yeah. 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 And you know what? We like to grow healthy children. Right. Oh, That's what we like to do. And there's some so things cute. that I think are essential. For them. Not only me, not only me, (laughs) but um, the Search Institute and many uh, developmental people. And we've been going over the 40 developmental assets for children. Again, this says ages 5 to 9, K to 3, but it's really all kids up to the age of 12 need this to successfully make it as an adult. I thought you meant Abby was off the hook. Sorry, Abs, you missed your window. You're 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 all done. You either got it. You're 13. Or you don't. (laughs) You're cooked. Whatever. (laughs) But the the magic number is 27. They've they've said if if kids have 27 of these 40, they'll make it as an adult without some sort of intervention. Um, And this week, we are concluding our series with 32 through 40. And what we do each week, if you're just joining us, is we talk about, boy, did we get that as kids? And if those of us, well, I guess all of us at the table have had kids. You know, are, are they getting that? And are kids in general, in our opinion, getting that? And or you can throw in, oh, I was able to offer that for my niece or my nephew or my neighbor or whatever else. So, Lydia, why don't you start us off? These, by the way, are in the internal assets category, subcategory, social competencies. Planning and decision making. Parent or parents help child think through and plan school and play activities. I don't think I got that when I was a kid. I'm trying to think, like, think through and plan. Mm. I, like, maybe the school projects and stuff. I got no, that no. I, no, I didn't. I, no, I got that with planning activities. But the first thing that I thought when I read this was thinking through and planning activities. And the flip side of that is understanding the consequences of doing or not doing. Yeah, maybe more that, like, think about... What would happen if you did X, Y, or Z? Correct. Like in the negative, like framing it in the negative. Or just understanding like you're, you're trying to plan activities and you've got these five things that you want to do in a day. How are you going to prioritize them? How are you going to fit them in? You got that kind of attention? Yeah. That's phenomenal. 
Did I always listen and follow it? No, 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 no. no. Well, you're a child. Call my mom right now and ask her about <laughs> sure. Amy's, Amy's cheddar cheese popcorn. That was a project that she had to do, and it was due Tuesday and Monday night at like nine. I was like, oh, uh, yeah, I forgot, and so we were up until whatever time making <laughs> batches of cheddar cheese That's popcorn. Fun, well, I mean, at the time it wasn't because okay. at the time, at the time I was like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, but, so if, if experiencing consequences is one of these, mom didn't let you do that because she went ahead and made the popcorn. So that was no, my we, mom. It was, uh, no, it was, you will join. This was not like, fine, go to bed. I'll take care of it. it right. was, no, no, no. I participate. But I could have, I guess she could have just said the heck with it and sent me to school the next day without a project and right. I would have failed. But I, my mom yeah. was always the one, like if I needed like some kind of form filled out where it was, should have been on me, but she would just do it. Like if we were going on like a band trip or something right. like that. Yeah. She would do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 See, I think I'm, I, I don't know. I, tr- I try to give my kids a long leash and some of those things not to go back to your dog neighbor and trigger you but mm-hmm. i i try to give my kids oh, a, a long leash of like go ahead you can do it mm-hmm. right before i just jump in and do it because i want them to learn what happens if you do it what happens if you don't do it yeah. and i i mean i'm obviously not going to get to the point where i'm like well guess what you guess you have to sit in the principal's office all day when the whole third grade goes on the field trip and you're the only one that does it because you mm-hmm. didn't fill out your form i'm right. gonna because I'm, I'm the my, adult and I'm the bound, like right. I'm the the boundary yeah. setter, right? So I have to ultimately do the right thing, but I'm trying to teach them in the moment. Like, but I wish my mom would have like let me fail. Oh, like oh, you didn't turn in your assignment? You're not going. Like one or two of those, and you would have gone. Yeah, on. like like so then I'd learn the lesson, and because now I have a high need of support, and I think a lot of it stems from that. So like, I feel like since I never had the well, you didn't do it, so you don't get to go. I didn't have that. So like, it's never, it's not really like ingrained in me. Yeah. Did, did we talk about, I feel like this came up in the first time I joined you at the table when my dad would take us swimming to the Sheraton in Greensburg, that had an indoor pool. And for whatever reason they let like people that weren't staying at the hotel come to the pool and does not ring a bell. Does my, um, my mom said, you know, dad's going to take you swimming. You have to you know clean up your room, whatever, whatever. I want my sister to listen and clean up her room. Firstborn people pleaser. I did not. Secondborn button pusher. And my mom's like, "You're, you know, dad's leaving in 20 minutes. You, you, you want to go?" And I was like, "No." And she said, "I'm not kidding. If your room's not cleaned up, you're not going." And I watched my dad and my sister drive wow. down the street. How and old? I, seven, eight. Man, I cried. Yeah, that'll hit you. <laughs> oh, and my, and God bless my mom. She's she was compassionate about it. She was just like, "Sorry," like just kind of shrugged. Like she wasn't. Good she wasn't right mean. <laughs> Right. But, but I will tell you, my mom will tell me all the time. She'll tell my girls, like, your mom is giving you a consequence and she's sticking to it. And she said, and that's really good. She goes, I used to cave a lot with your sister and your, and your, your aunt and your mom. And she said, but if your mom says no, your mom says no. And a couple weeks ago, the girls were both supposed to go out with my mom on a Saturday and Alyssa did or didn't do something. And I was like, sorry, kiddo, you don't get to go. Yeah. So my mom came and picked up Abby and Alyssa watched them. And my mom said, I know, honey. She said, next time you can come with me. She said, I know that I know. But she said, but what's the rule? And she said, Alyssa, she was like, I got consequenced, which is what they used to say when they were little and we never corrected them. So now they still say it. That was a t-shirt. I got consequenced. I got consequenced. Oh, consequence. Beautiful. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, 33, interpersonal competence. Child seeks to build friendships and is learning about self-control. Oh, I got a crap ton about that. Don't smack your classmates. Yeah. <laughs> self-control. <laughs> I Do you ever hear about the study? Um, forget the guy's name, but it was a marshmallow with the marshmallows. And they, they took a bunch of like preschool kids. and Was it the, del- the delayed gratification study? Yeah, well, they put, yeah, they put a marshmallow. Well, well I'm, they might have done right. multiple, but they put a marshmallow in front of the kid. And they said, like, you could eat this now, or if you wait until we come back, we'll give you two marshmallows. And um, I always found that really interesting. And I I never did that as a kid, but I always figured I would have been one of the ones with the the two marshmallows. Cause nice. Like, would you know they've studied those kids throughout their lives? Yeah. And the ones who didn't eat the marshmallow are like doctor, lawyer. Yeah. Highly it's like highly predictive. And the ones who ate the marshmallow were like less yeah. Productive. I don't think Maggie have could, dogs named could Fong wait. and Mary Jane. You say Maggie. I don't think Maggie could wait. <laughs> Still a little young, but yeah. I don't know what age they were. That's but, interesting. Yeah. Um, I feel like friendships as a kid for me, like just happened. Yeah, I never like sought to build friendships. They just kind of happened. Like between school and we were really involved in church. 
those friendships just sort of naturally and organically came about. I never had to like go try to make friends until like college. Yeah. It's an interesting dynamic now. Like mm-hmm. if we look at kids today, I mean, you guys can speak to that more than I can because my kids are at least six years removed from this age bracket. You know, Joe never sought to make friends and he developed unbelievably great friends, you mm-hmm. know, that, that two, of, two of which he lives with right now in college and it's going great, which that tells you yeah. how good it is because mm-hmm. people go to college to Live end up hating friends. their friends. Right. Um, well, you know, living with them, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And Bella, uh, she was always more seeking friends and doing the more girl drama thing that, you know, best friend, friend of me, all that kind of stuff. So I don't know about today. I see. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know seeking. Yeah, you speak. Right. I, I, I don't know what seeking looks like. I don't I would like, would you like walk into a room and be like, would you like to be my friend? Would you like to be my friend? Would you like to, or just. I guess it just means to like. Be open be to. Curious, be open to. Pursuing. Right. Yeah. Instead of being completely like shut down and introverted. Yeah. I mean, my kids are both but, pretty social and, yeah. and it is interesting. Just a couple days ago, Mark and I were talking about Alyssa versus Abby and Abby's got her. Her, Abby's the older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Abby's got her niche. You know, she plays soccer, and she's so she's she's got this. And I think some of it has to do with being able to communicate with them outside of school and whatever. Whereas Alyssa, who's only eight, it's just it's different. Like she goes to soccer, but most of the girls on her team pl- go to a different school. Mm-hmm. She goes to dance. Most of the girls go to a different school. So she sees them for like one hour a week at dance class, mm-hmm. and then one hour a week at soccer practice. So it's like a different. And I just had said, I'm like, I, I just want her to get her like her her group but but when i think about it i don't have that like i see so many times people are like girls trip i'm taking you know going to you know barbados for three days with five girlfriends from i'm like i don't (laughs) i don't have that i i have lots and lots of friends but i don't have none that you'd take a trip with well but also i mean it would be strange if i was like okay i'm gonna take lydia on a trip and then my friend brandy and then kim's gonna come like i love all of them but then it's like you don't know each other and different worlds yeah and it's just Mm. it's not so I don't know. I don't know if that – that's actually – that was one of my two for Tuesdays with Kim, uh, interestingly enough. Cultural competence. Sorry. Child continues to learn about his or her own cultural identity and is encouraged to interact positively with children of different racial, ethnic, and cultural backgrounds. Encouraged to is strong. Yeah. Because like that – if you don't have it, you, I mean oh, – I, I was going to say, like, I, I grew up in very small-town rural north – or Northwestern PA and what town was it? Oil City, not Never Titusville, but Titusville adjacent. <laughs> I know Oil City. Um, <laughs> Oil City YMCA used to do a fundraiser for us all the time. Yeah, well, that was the why that we went to. There you go. Um, Small world. So, I mean, not there's very not, diverse. No, mm-hmm. not at all. Like the diverse um, were like the Irish versus no, the Polish versus no, the German. No, none of them. What did you have? <laughs> People from Oil City, people from Franklin, people <laughs> from Cranberry. So, like, no ethnicity in, whatsoever. Really? No. From? Nope. Titusville. Yes. Like, really. And then what you come you? to Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then you come to Pittsburgh, and there's like the Catholic pockets and the Polish pockets and yeah. all this stuff. And that, that was new to me. So, like, so there was your, none your of that. Your pot had melted up there, and that's just your Oil City. Yep. Yeah. Man, that's interesting. So, but today's kids, though, on the flip side, like, are definitely doing that, like, learning about. Diwali and other um, Indian hol- Hindu Indian holidays and Jewish mm-hmm. holidays, like those are like celebrated on the school calendar. You don't want to wear a cheerleader costume to Diwali. That's right. I I <laughs> was <laughs> noted. I was. Uh, I, I shall make a note in my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I was encouraged a lot because my my grandparents had um, uh, what do they call it? Foreign exchange student from Russia. Mm. Um, we went to go do, like From see Russia different, <laughs> to go see different musicians. One, I specifically remember Awadajan Pratt, who is this like really accomplished piano player, just unbelievable. Chris's brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I feel like I learned a lot about different cultures growing up and, and it kind of like, you know, I'm still interested in learning about different, um, traditions and, and what, what other cultures do today. As I think about my upbringing on the one hand, like that's why I said encouraged to, yeah, you know, maybe you know. not. No, again, you weren't was, discouraged. Like, right. Go be friends okay, with Timmy. You know, versus... right. Which is so funny. My best friend growing up was Timmy. Any of that? Fierce, <laughs> fierce concrete, by the way, if you need any uh, kind of concrete oh, needs. I do. I was, yep. Tim just... Fierce. But the point of the story is it certainly wasn't discouraged. But then when I think about it, 
this is leading me like a couple of places. My father worked for Westinghouse. And so like we had people from Spain come mm-hmm. and have dinner. We had people from China come and yeah. have dinner. We, you know, I remember he went to Japan and brought us back kimonos. Like, so there was always a cultural and we were very into our Italian upbringing, even though we're only 25% Italian and we were much more German, but that just kind of went by the wayside. Um, so it's like, it wasn't encouraged, but it was certainly promoted. If that, if that yeah. makes sense, like unintentionally promoted. Yeah. Or embraced in a way that yeah. um, it was just part, it, maybe because it was simply part of what you did. It wasn't encouraged or discouraged or any of, it was just like, are you encouraged to breathe? No, you just do it. Like if yeah. it was just so, so seamlessly integrated into your family's life that. Well, it made me think of like, if as, as a parent, if you look at this and you're like, all right, I want to make sure that they get at least 27 of these, like you would go nuts because <laughs> not like any yeah. of this is in the forefront of right. our parents' minds. Right. They were just yeah. raising their kids. Like, yeah. yeah. Keep them alive. Keep them fed. All right, kid, it's Wednesday. That's international night at this house. And we're <laughs> yeah. going to learn about, you know, like, the, like who does that? Well, that is funny because we were <clears throat> talking at the latest reminisce group where we go to Seneca Manor and, uh, just reminisce with the residents who are there and going over the foods of our childhoods. Mm-hmm. And the, the running joke in my family, at least between me and my mother, is that she wasn't great at anything, but it was always hot. It was always fine. Yeah. And it was always ready at six o'clock. Yeah. But she would make it's like chop suey. Just the silliest thing in the world. Like huh. she was no more an Asian. That. It's just an Asian noodle dish that she did not make. You know, I'm sure she got it from good housekeeping, <laughs> you know, but then we would have, different internet like we had many international dishes and she wasn't the least bit of an international chef Hmm. but yet that's what we did uh resistance skills child is learning to recognize risky or dangerous situation (laughs) and is able to seek help from trusted adults i was very risk averse as a kid still am but so i don't know that i would have gotten that as a kid I le- I don't. Or did you get too much of it? You you learned no, everything. It is was risky. just my personality. <laughs> like I don't really remember my parents' like direct involvement or instruction. Like I was always really independent for like from the get go. So like I don't really remember like most of these applying to me. Yeah. You didn't mm. get your twenty seven. Yeesh, mercy. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I I I think it's. As parents, we recognize the danger in a behavior that a kid sees as nothing more than their mode of transportation from one room to the next. And it's like, please don't jump over the ottoman right by the coffee table with a sharp corner. Please don't run in the, you know, Abby likes to walk on like the, you know, where the road meets the driveway and it's kind Mm -hmm. of curved up and she'll walk like a balance beam. I'm like, you're Mm going to twist your ankle. Like, and so the thing in our house with risky behavior is her coaches, coach Denny, and I'll say, She'll be doing something acting like, you know, unsafe. And I'll say, dear Coach Denny, I am out for the season because I was acting like an idiot. And I, and I just look at her and I'm like, do you want to write that email? And she's like, no, I do not. Then please stop whatever it is that you're doing. But I feel like I sometimes am overprotective. But, you know, I mean, you don't want your kids to get hurt. So, it, mm-hmm. you know, I do, I, I do know that I've done – I've tried to do a better job of saying what to do instead of what not to do. Instead of like, get off that. Don't do it. Please do this. Please do that. Please make a better choice. Please mm-hmm. walk Parenting the- in the positive. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. I think it's interesting if we look at this, though, in the, under the context of social competencies, where it says, you know, risky or dangerous dangerous situations. You know, mm, I think... Not just behaviors. Re- well, like, I think of... And Rachel, this isn't going to shock anybody, <laughs> was much more proactive at this with our children. Like, you know, would say, you know, if... Oh, you know, what if you're if at school, yep, and even, you know, the only people who can pick you up is mommy and daddy, and that even if grandma comes to pick you up, you don't go with grandma because you don't know if somebody has made grandma, you know, and so those are dangerous and risky situations, mm-hmm. and if you're in the, if we're at Kennywood, mm-hmm. you know, the number one thing is if you get lost, you go talk to, you know, somebody who says security, and if they're not around, you go to a mother, and you find somebody with a stroller, mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I'm going to file that one away. That's good. <laughs> that's good you're, you know. like, you're like, that's why these random kids keep talking when I go to Kennywood with Owen. <laughs> but so as far as those kind of, you know, risky and dangerous situations, you know, I think we slash Rachel have been very proactive yeah. in that. And our generation, at least my generation, I, that wasn't really a thing. Like it I, wasn't 
Strange, mm. strange. I mean, stranger danger, maybe. You know, yeah. It's a, one, I, yeah. One time, I left. We were playing in the backyard. My friend Jennifer and I were playing in the backyard, and we left to go to her house and failed to tell my dad. And in mm. going to her house, it was not only like around the corner, so he couldn't see it, but we also then went inside her house to get yeah. lemonade. Oh. Thirsty. And this was pre cell phones, pre whatever. So apparently, my dad was out, like in the neighborhood, like calling for me, and oh, I couldn't hear him. Bad. And that, yeah, I had a nice long discussion. But I do celebrate that he looked for you. He did. That was his first mistake. <laughs> and then he found me. Mistake number two yeah. <laughs> for me, actually. No. Um, so yeah. So I would say kids get too much of that today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at. I mean, they go to school and have how many drills for? Oh. Yeah. At, Abby texted me two weeks ago. Hey, mom, we're in a lockout, but I don't know if it's a drill or not. I couldn't understand the announcement. That's awesome. And I was like, okay, well, it turns out it was not a drill. And we as parents were not notified. So we were scrambling to get information. That's not good. No, it was not handled. That's going to get you a social media post. It was not handled super duper well. And I'm very fortunate that I have a very good friend who's a police officer. And he is not a police officer in our municipality, but was able to get some information and he said i'm calling you because our daughters are together and they're talking and my daughter's texting me he said so i figured i'd call you because they're together and um so yeah but that's the kind of stuff where how much is too much before they think it's not real and she she didn't doubt that it was real because she had been inundated it was she couldn't understand the announcement and didn't Mm. know what they had said Mm. number one so scary for you and for her yep uh number two and i'm going to dip out of the lesson part of the podcast and come back into my own life. Isn't that crazy? We didn't hear about Penn Trafford having a lockdown moment in the local news. Mm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Penn Hills thought about having a lockdown and it was on the six o'clock news. <laughs> yeah. The person who is the reason for your lockdown probably drove through Penn Hills once. And so that's what the headline's <laughs> going to be. All right, I'm back. Is everything okay with the situation? <laughs> I guess we never heard. Apparently it was an, a, a threat deemed to not be credible. Hmm. Huh. Uh-huh. Made via social media. Shocker. What? I know. Breaking news. <laughs> See, Penn Hills, they don't have their cell phones during the school day anymore. Um, I don't believe that this was done during, during the school, the school day. day. I mean, I, I, I'm i not sure how, but they a lot of their classes, they have like a... Little lockbox. Nice. Yeah, like a, sh- a phone cat. I didn't think it would work, in. but boy, it has worked. Mm. For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. A peaceful conflict resolution. Child continues to or continues learning to resolve conflicts without hitting, throwing a tantrum, or using hurtful language. Again, I didn't. I don't think I. I wasn't the type of kid to hit somebody, so like that was just never a conversation. So weird. Yeah, but you were probably. (laughs) But you were probably raised that way, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. So So, therefore, but then you carried it on because if this is internal assets so it's like you continuing on like what you've learned and doing it well yeah. you know what i mean so like yeah and i like i was i was always taught to never hit mm-hmm. i was never hit as a kid um the exception was with my siblings oh you would, hit your siblings i would scratch them <gasps> well, you do yeah. look like a scratcher <laughs> yeah. you yeah. really do <laughs> scrappy <laughs> but yeah but with today's kids there's a lot of stuff like Daniel Tiger, and I'm sure Bluey, too. Like, a lot of these TV mm-hmm. shows for little kids now are, like, um, like there's one that we sung with Owen. It's like, when you feel so mad that you want to roar, take a deep breath and count, count to four. four. Mm-hmm. And so these little these little rhymes that, you know, are supposed to help When kids. you get older, it's ten. But for now, we'll stick to four. I'm on 83. <laughs> one. Yeah. Two. Keep Takes talking. A while. Keep Takes talking. A while. Yeah. Keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Is one deep breath. <laughs> don't <laughs> turn blue. I grew up with Mr. Rogers, and he, you know, yeah. told me to hit a pillow. You know, don't okay. hit somebody else. You know, if you got, if you're angry, you can hit a pillow. I was hit in eighth, eighth or ninth grade. Well, it's getting late. There was a girl. Well, there was a girl who was. I mean, now she was carving on her arm with a sharp object, and I was like, that doesn't seem like a normal thing to do. So I mentioned it to the teacher. Uh. Subtly, subtly, so I thought, and the teacher did not respond subtly, so therefore everybody – so point is she walked up to me at my locker and just punched me, like, right in the shoulder. And oh. I was so st- – I just kind of stood there. I was like, did that seriously just happen? Right. Like, I didn't re- – I, I didn't even in have – In the shoulder? In the shoulder. What a Murraysville thing to do. Right? <laughs> um, hold on. I don't – I want to. I don't want to dismiss oh, the I fact mean, that oh, you didn't care. No. I mean, I, 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 I was, honestly, I was more just stunned. I wasn't I, – right. it didn't make me – 
I was mad that the teacher yeah, sold called you, you out. out. Correct that that it wasn't handled because mm. I was just I and I, all I said I just remember saying to her I'm like I didn't want you to hurt yourself like that's I but I also don't want you to hurt me like so. <laughs> sorry but yeah. which what was her story because that's edgy Murraysville stuff there mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. was her name I'm just kidding <laughs> um, I got a lot of that like, well of course youngest of five like you know <laughs> pass it on there was there was no I mean I got a lot of it from my mother as far as conflict resolution and you can't do that like I went through a hitting phase because I was the youngest and you know I'm sure Look I was me. picked on and I could get away with it and they would think it was funny if I would swing at them and and my mom was like no we don't we don't do that and I was like okay and I remember I remember I was in elementary school I mean it had to be like first or second grade now because I wouldn't have had the guts let's say fourth grade I would tell people like shove it because you weren't allowed to say suck that cost you a quarter but um but it was <laughs> like shove it or stuff it or something like that <laughs> mm-hmm. and my mom was like well, I don't, that's not doesn't make you look very good and that's not nice and i was yeah. like oh yeah is so it, i got a lot of that redirection is it different mm-hmm. with siblings though like conflict resolution like because like growing up when you when you're in the same house and things mm-hmm. are like you know some things like result in like wrestling, you know, to the ground or whatever. And, you well, know, it's why my brother's not on this podcast because he'd be like, it's the older brother's job to keep everybody else in line and make them realize they're inferior. Put them in place. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's comforting. No, yeah. I, I, I give my girls lots of moments to, or opportunities to work it out. Yeah. Like just you girls need to figure it out. Like I'm, I'm not refereeing right now. Yeah. Um, we do, we also do, um, like Abby will smack Alyssa, like not hard and not necessarily super out of anger, more like out of annoyance, like get away and right, she'll smack her. Right, and then right, right. Like, mom, she hit me. I'm like, it's not ever a conflict. It's like, we're bored and we got nothing to do. Sort of. And I'll say, dismissive. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And I'll say, well, hit her back. And Abby was like, fine. So I'm like, an eye for an eye, go ahead, hit her back. And then it, it will be periods in between where they won't hit each other because right, they know. Right. And then every now and again, Alyssa, cause she's again, younger button pusher. I love her. I really do. She'll smack Abby twice and giggle. And I look at I look at her and I look at Abby and I'm like, you did it to yourself, Alyssa. So then Abby will turn around and smack her again. I'm yeah. like, okay. Like it may not be the right approach, but it it like they understand that like if you do it to her, she's gonna do it to you and it doesn't feel good. So don't do it to her because it's coming back your way. I mean, it seems more innocent than follow like, me for more sibling the, advice. Yeah, wait, but it seems more innocent than like what they're doing here. Like Yeah. It, okay, like you're gonna resolve a conflict. We're gonna fight. You know what I mean. We're gonna. You know what I mean. Perhaps we're like gonna today's society, where not, we resolve conflict with machine guns. Because because you're because like your kids aren't like bullying. No, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's different because right? like you're comfortable, like like in your own home, you're more comfortable. You feel safer. Yes. So your body feels again like safer to lash out yeah. rather than like you know somebody yeah. else's kid yeah. especially if there's a foundation of unconditional love because we all talk about being the hardest on the people you love the most you've had a rough day you come home and you yell at your spouse well it, they didn't do anything to make your day rough they had dinner waiting for you isn't that lovely but you're annoyed because it's pasta and not a hamburger or you're, or whatever and so you do you feel safer you feel like you've got that freedom and that space and that you can still talk it through when you're done i remember bella would and she's two years younger than joe and she would always hit him and scratch him and bite him and he mm. was the good boy and so he wouldn't do anything and finally one day we're like bella unless you you know if you don't stop we're gonna let him retaliate you know and then one day you know we gave joe the green light next time she does anything do whatever you want and she came crying running up to us and i'm like honey what's wrong and she's like joe and i'm like what and she goes he was de- Defending himself <laughs> <laughs> from me, and, and it never happened again. She never took another swing, another scratch, another everything else. So it's conflict resolution through See? some form of strength. Uh, the next uh, subheading for the for the last four here is positive identity. Uh, number thirty seven: personal power. Child has a growing sense of having influence over some of the things that happen in her or his mm. life. I feel like in order to have a sense of having influence, you have to have influence. Yeah, first you have to have it, <laughs> then you have to be aware that you have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you saying you had that or did not have that? I probably had that. I definitely like. I definitely had that. I can influence something to happen. We we had these things called TV tickets, and we had a certain amount 
that we could use for the day or the week or whatever. Oh. And we could like contrast them. that with today. Oh man. And we could cash them in right. and like we could yeah. pick a show. Right. And, and we had um ones for a half hour show, ones for an hour long show. Could you stack them? Uh I think we could maybe it depended I might have depended on my mom's mood, but like we could use them back to back. One for a movie. She seemed mad. Don't ask her about combining yeah, don't, your don't tickets. Stack them. Don't, this isn't the week. So like this I remember that week. like Bake being them. something like I could choose to spend whatever and I love that. That's great. Mm-hmm. You're like, I can't believe I wasted this on Little Mermaid three. <laughs> Footloose two. <laughs> I actually didn't watch that until like high school. I looked it up. I'm like, this is a waste of time. <laughs> it's, it's but I can see other times where like mom's like, yeah, why don't you put about three or four? I'm going to give you a couple of bonus ones you can put together. Yeah. <laughs> mom, yeah. needs, mom needs her own version of a timeout. <laughs> right. yeah. Thank you. I'm going to, today is a twofer. What? You smiled yeah. at your teacher today? 30 minutes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing how relevant so many of these are and have come up recently. And I have not read this prior to this evening. Um, especially not to be sexist, but especially with young girls trying to teach them to have a voice Mm. and be assertive without being, um, without pushing back. We, sometimes we struggle where Abby might be tired and might not really feel like doing her homework or going to soccer. She has really late nights with soccer. And sometimes she'll say, mom, I'm just tired and I don't want to go, but you know what? You made a commitment and we go through all this thing and I'm thinking, I I hear you and I want to validate what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And I'm still making you go. I, I like both mm-hmm. things can be true. Right. Um, I argue with the li- like, I mean, there's, there's that aspect at 13 and then at eight, it's like, mom, I don't want to wear these pants. And we go on for 20 minutes fighting about a pair of pants and it's like, just wear the darn pants. But then I think, nope, she's eight and this is what she can control. And there's just a bug. Oh, you're looking behind me you. like there's yeah. a spirit of, I don't know what. <laughs> spirit of a, was it a stink bug or just a bug bug? I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure Some it out. Some kind of bug. Um, but yeah, that, that one's, that's, that's a tough one, having having some influence. My sister had that. She would unground me. She would go to my mom and say, Mom, you're being too hard on her. She doesn't need to be grounded that long. Aww. She had influence. <laughs> I would say in our day and age, that is, is probably one of the ones that is missing the most from kids. Because if you look at, mm. you know, if you look at a kid who's seven, you know, half of their life has been in the COVID era where, oh, all of a sudden school doesn't happen and, oh, you have to do this and you can't do that and there's nothing you can do about it. Like, I, I, or I they have too much choice because they're home all the time. And See, that's – I was going to have yeah. – like, it's easier for parents to put them in front of a screen and so kids could just choose what to watch or play whatever they want. So I think it can go either way. Like, right. Well, I was thinking that I think a lot of kids today have too much – I have the example of – someone that was visiting my mom's house with her two boys and the one boy was really misbehaving. And she did the old, like, if you do that again, we're leaving. And sure enough, he did it again. And she continued to sit there and chat. So there was, no, there was no consequence one. And then number two, after a while of that, and my mom trying to carry on a conversation with her friend while her kids were misbehaving in the background. And my mom's trying to like, not she's twitching with the idea of like, I want to parent them, but they're not my kids. Right. And, the and then the kid came and he's like, we need to go. And she's like, and, and my mom said, well, we were just about to watch this video. And, and she said, well, he wants to go. So we're going to go. No. See, that's like kids have the influence over the wrong things. That's like, a great way yeah. to put it because yeah. it's, it's like, no, 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 you right. don't call the shots here. And yeah. I, that's the conversation with Alyssa. Like, listen, I hear you. I understand but you don't get to make all the decisions and here's and let me tell you why mm. like i i mm. probably explain more than i more than <laughs> she more than she needs to at age 8 because they're you know not that i'm a because i said so mom but eh, there should be some of that i, I was going to say every now and again you listen this is what it is i've even said to like my toddler like i'll phrase it like hey can you go do this that i want him to do and he obviously doesn't do it i'm like i'm going to rephrase that we're going to do this now. I would like you to please go and do. Yeah. yeah you, you don't him, make you the decisions him, here. Give him a chance. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you could have gotten an A plus. Yeah. You're down to an A. And then you muzzle and guide. Yeah. You throw a fit. You're muzzle down and guide. <laughs> muzzle and guide. I, I take that back. Don't follow me. Follow Eric. No more parents. <laughs> muzzle and guide. Um, oh, I'm next. Sorry. Self-esteem. Uh, yeah. Sure. Child likes herself or himself and feels valued by others. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Maggie has a lot of self-esteem. <laughs> Some might say Maggie has a lot of everything. Yeah, yeah. in the good stuff. I, see, I would my I want to my knee-jerk reaction is you know kids have too much, mm-hmm. but then I go no they don't. 
You know what I mean? It's sort of like they're, they're they don't have too much to of the say, right stuff. Yeah, they're taught to say <laughs> those things. The, no, the good stuff, whatever the big analogy you said in the last example. Maggie has too Oh, much. they don't have control over the yeah. correct things. Yeah, they have and control like, over She it. has too much of the bad thing or the I'm sorry, I just saw a parallel. Blah 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 blah. Right. Yep. <laughs> no, well, my was saying that Maggie is definitely has good self esteem and, and feels valued by others for sure. Well, yeah, yeah. Good. She should. <laughs> good. That's the one. That Nobody we're likes on. brag her, Eric. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, that's just because like she's yeah. like the only uh, only child, and she's you know has both sets of grandparents, and she's very much loved by all of our friends, and you know. But do kids have too much self-esteem or not enough? Is in general, obviously. In general, because mm-hmm. in the, it, the whole "you're the center of your world" is is a lot of this world. But then, but it's is that? Yeah. But yeah, self-esteem is different than being self-centered. Agreed. And I think kids are very often self-centered, but not don't have proper amounts of self-esteem. I know. I can confidently say that. I mean, I liked myself. I was okay with myself growing up, but I did not have a lot of self-esteem. Are value and worth the same thing? No. In my opinion, just thinking about it, worth is objective, subjective. I mean, I think maybe they are the same thing, but I think in contextually what you're saying is mm-hmm. like whether they recognize their worth right. or not. Because I think it's one thing if you're told it, but it's one thing if you believe it. Well, sure. So you do the old like, like I'll mm-hmm. text I'll text Alyssa in the morning before she gets on the bus, like via Mark's phone. I'll say, Alyssa, finish the sentence. And I don't even have to type it now. She just knows, like, I, the sentence is I am, and then finish it. And she'll write, like, three words. Hmm. And every now and then, <laughs> tired. Okay, I get that. But They're trying supposed to, to be positive affirmations. Yeah, just, but I want her to say them instead of me saying, I think you are. Right. You I want, want her to, her to understand. It. Yeah. And, you know, and every now and again, she'll, correct. And she will. She'll say, I'm tired or, um, there will be something that will become up that's negative. And I'm like, let's touch on that. Like, let, why do you feel that way? Or, like, if that's what you're thinking, tell uh, me more about that. Right. Yeah. Double click on it. Well, I feel like, and I feel like Maggie does have good self-esteem because she's been dubbed by her preschool teachers as like the number one player in the classroom. Like meaning like she'll play with anybody. Oh, like, Boy, girl, trucks, dolls. Like, she doesn't care. She Let's just wants just to play. Do. Yeah. And we yeah, were just yeah, at the park. Owen. Yeah. We, yeah. Right. It's like three years, three plus years difference. Yeah. She doesn't care. And we were just at the park this evening after work, and she just went up to another little girl and said, Can I play with you? And, you know, and so they precious. just went. Like, she just, yeah, I know. Oh, like, I that's, love that. And that's, I know. I want, I don't want her to lose that. Like, mm. I like, want to keep that instilled in her. Um, but yeah, she's confident like that. You've avoided the Declans. <laughs> yes, the Declans. No offense, anybody has a good name, Declan, <laughs> except for the kid. The one, the one right. Declan. It was, <laughs> a, ba- it was a bad uh, Mr. Rogers, like like a playground, like, yeah. the mall experience. Yeah, right, yeah like I the Karen that. of a kid. You know, I was just thinking that is that the, is that the juvenile <laughs> yeah. version of a Karen before <laughs> yeah. a Karen grows up to a Karen, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pediatric so, Karen. I would amend my sort of thing saying there's too much. I would say I would agree with you know you guys in that there's actually very little uh, self esteem in kids, and that's why they're so searching for. You know, the TikTok fame or the this or the that. It's because comparison is the thief of joy. And Mm. so you see the world through the lens of what everyone else has and you forget, you know, I, that's why I love the, the quote about like, I wish for one minute you saw yourself the way I see you. Oh, yeah. Like I, I just, yeah. And that, that's the kind of stuff that breaks my heart because I think my kids are confident, but every now and again, something will slip out that you're just like, oh, like is that, really how you feel or mm-hmm. is that sure. you know yeah. and, and but i mean i think i guess that's human nature and it's a it's a risk of not wanting to appear vain right self-centered it, there's a fine line one could argue mm-hmm. between self-centered and self-esteem mm-hmm. jordan peterson i just saw the other day was talking about you know the, the envy mm-hmm. and the comparison mm-hmm. you know you're comparing so yourself ugly. and he says you compare yourself with the ideal version of the other person sure highlight uh, reels right and that's Sheesh. it yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, show me the ugly. Oh, Duke likes a quote. I think it might be a Jordan Peterson, but it's like compare. It's basically like compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to whom yes. others are or not to who others are today. Yeah. Um, mm. I, I know I butchered, butchered that quote. But. No, I, I know. No, I know that makes sense. Yeah, Your yeah, only yeah, competition yeah. is it. yourself and be mm-hmm. better than who you were yesterday. Not you don't need to be better than yeah. anybody else. Yeah. yeah. I don't, it was either an MMA show or it was in the first Creed, speaking of sequels, 
because that's a whole sequel series. But you <laughs> know, spin-off. You know, stare in the mirror, and that's the only piece of person you're competing with, and you want to be better than him today. Mm. You know, and that's the Andy. Which me am I going to be today? <laughs> yeah. Or what is what's the um? Oh shoot! I just read it not the just the other day. It was something about <laughs> Iliad if, the Odyssey. Yeah, right after War and Peace. Uh, if you look at who you're worried about, like look at whose opinion you're worried about, and if you wouldn't trade your life for theirs, why do you care so much what they think about yours? Mm. Like, huh? But what if you would? <laughs> yeah. In, um, in most cases, I, like when you think about when you're getting tripped up on like something that's going on, it's like I wouldn't want to be you. No. So why am I worried about what you? Why like? If you, it, it's the, we talked about this last time. Like, if you told me that I was a terrible mom, I'd be devastated. If some rando is like, and you know what? You're probably a bad, like some. Bell Vernon mom. Right? Some <laughs> Bell Vernon mom from Gabe's was like, you're a bad mom. I'd be like, thanks, lady. Have a good afternoon. But if I would take it so to heart, if you. Just stay right there. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Save my life from a stick. We're, we're infested. They're all over the place. Oh, I remember the first year they came here. It was uh, we in our old house. Ugh. In the, oh, your old house. Yeah. And you hear them, but you can't see them, but you just hear them like. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Do you know, we have been, we, the Mitlows, unbelievably blessed. Like maybe at their peak, like three in a year. Really? But you got two groundhogs. And some really groundhogs eat them all. And some the raccoons. I was just about to say some really rabid raccoons. And a neighbor across the street who, you know. And a partridge in a Blows them away. Yes. Did you do self-esteem? Yeah, that's what we just did. Oh, I didn't know who did it. Sense of purpose. Yes. Child welcomes new experiences and imagines what he or she might do or be in the future. Hmm. Hmm. That's funny because I'm just like, thinking about me and Maggie. Mm-hmm. Maggie does not like new experiences. Mm. Like mm. She, anything new, she's very hesitant on. Um, Unless it's making friends. Right. Yeah, uh, if, there's, if there's kids. Well, and that's another thing that will influence her. Like, So that's to be the social component for her. Yeah. Like she, like less. One, one example is like, you know, we've told her like, hey, do you want to do dance class? No. <laughs> But she'll go to dance, like to movement and music at the library and dance her head yeah. off, you know, with the other kids. So hmm. if like we get her into a dance studio and like then she gets there, she'll be all about it. Yeah. If you didn't tell her that it was a right. dance class, right. like, right. We're just going to go have fun somewhere. And then it's like, oh, this is dance class. Surprise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bait but, and switch. Yeah, right. Muzzle and guide, bait and switch. <laughs> That's right. Um, but. I'm kind of the same way. Well, also, it's not a, it's not a parenting thing. You know, it's the, simply the child welcomes it. So it's not that you right. were encouraged to. It's right. nope. And we've never been discouraging of her do, having new experiences. Like it's something that is like just in her. Yeah, I have almost no comment on this one because I don't know that. I mean, new experiences, sure, whatever. Like I don't say I don't see kids shying away from it today, but I don't see kids attacking six different sports or all these different well, that's activities. That's because we were we were told not to overschedule our kids within an inch of their lives and you need to give them free time and they need time to just sort of be and not be rushing between activity and, you know, going to tuba practice in their basketball uniform while wearing soccer cleats because they're all between, you know, it's like, I think that's, that's part of it. But it's also the nature of, I mean, you've got two full-time working parents. It's hard to do all the things. So I, I mean, you can only juggle so many well, new experiences. At right. Yeah. Well, let's go back. Let's, so wait, let's go back to like the origin of the the statement here because it's sense of purpose. So just just in general, do they does does a child welcome new experiences? But then the second part of that is and imagines what he or she might do or be in the future. Yeah, I feel like the sense of purpose doesn't really fit oh. with the the statement after because like, and then it also bleeds into the next one, which is about future stuff um positive view of personal future child has a growing curiosity about the world and finding her or his place in i feel like those should be swapped actually like yeah finding your place in the world would be more purpose Mm -hmm. rather than future Mm. but then call the search institute tell them they screwed up (laughs) pardon me but i don't know i feel like those those bleed into each other like yeah your sense of purpose like will drive you what you what experiences what, you, you want to fulfill to, that purpose. Right. right. Positive view of personal future welcomes new experiences. Like that sounds way better. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know. What's a zero to 12 year old got a purpose for in life at this point? Like, um, you know, just go to, to school, have fun, move along. Don't get beat mm-hmm. up in school. I mean, that was my goal. Well, yeah. no, not through 12. That was like 13 through Make your parents 15. proud. You know, don't do anything disrespectful. Growing curiosity in the world. I would say, I would say so. I think a lot of kids today, they're more inundated with information from all around the world. Mm-hmm. And but are they curious about it though? Or, yeah, or are they just are like they so fed? used to having Like it's like just coming at them all the time. I don't know. Because like, oh, Owen today, we went outside and he... He's a little boy. He loves digging in dirt, playing nice. in puddles, picking up sticks, picking up deer poop in our yard. Nice. Yeah. All that stuff. That's handy. So, I mean, but toddlers are like. Curious by nature. <laughs> yeah. Right. Designed to be curious. Because yeah, everything is everything is new to them. Yeah. Every experience, when you think about it, like like waking up happy, waking up laughing, because it's, it's, everything is new and mm-hmm. exciting. And, and who knows? Deer poop might be awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah. what does this feel like in my hand? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, Clary, I don't find out anytime soon. I'll ask Owen if I really want to know. What does that feel like? I don't know. Well. I think I had uh, 27 on the nose. I'm just kidding. <laughs> is this like a bingo? I'm barely, yeah. yeah. I'm bingo. barely functional as an adult, so we banged that out. <laughs> but um, I hope it was helpful uh, for people sitting here at the table and taking a look at it and making us be not just better parents, but better adults in the lives of kids. And there is there's always an opportunity to love and meet the need of somebody. And that, I think, is... It's very important in our world. It might be missing to a large degree. You know, I think we're just living outside of ourselves and relying on on some people and and, and being people to other people's kids. I think mm-hmm. that's a good thing to do. Absolutely. And these are on the show notes, right? Yes. Every okay. And I encourage you, if you haven't listened to the whole series, this is part four. Um, there are another three parts. And uh, we do have all of the... The, the total 40 listed out on spread apart on the, the four different posts at lunchtimeandrum.com. And that is it for episode 192. Please make sure to give us a like or follow on social media and visit us at lunchtimeandrum.com. While there, we really encourage you to take our relational needs questionnaire. Thanks for joining us at the table for lunchtime in Rome. See you next week. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm thinking of New Brighton, which doesn't even make any sense. Washing kisses. Mm-hmm. You're like, I can't believe I wasted this on Little Mermaid 3. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Yep. Right. We're just going to go have fun somewhere. And then it's like, oh, this is dance class. Surprise.